Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Greetings, comrades, and welcome to the Eastern Border. Well, the front's been a bit quiet lately, once again, which is why the episodes are a bit rare. However, there are two events, one of which is kind of happy and the other one is, well, actually really depressing and sad and terrible, that I'd like to talk about. Let's um, let's start with a more happy one. You see, Ru- Russian forces left Kherson, and I spoke about it recently, but, well, life continues there. See, currently, the Ukrainian authorities in the liberated part of the Kherson region have announced stabilization measures that are slated to last for several weeks. The measures will include a curfew from 5 p.m. to 8 a.m. and police inspections of the newly liberated territory for remaining Russian soldiers. The first day after the Ukrainian forces reclaimed the territory, however, there was no curfew. Kherson residents celebrated the victory with soldiers from the UAF until late into the night. Police have also begun documenting evidence of war crimes committed by the Russian army. Currently, it's uh, about 400 cases, because it was under control for a long time and uh, not going to get any prettier. Authorities also reported that demining the newly liberated territories will take multiple months, and uh, I'm very inclined to believe them. You see, demining those things is uh, a long process, and uh, I know how how much the Russians actually enjoy mining things for for kids and everything I've been there. Regional Military Administration head Yaroslav Yanushevich has asked local residents not to gather in crowded areas or in the center of the city, where demining operations will reportedly begin on November 14th. According to Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, no journalists will be allowed into Kherson or other towns and villages in the region until at least their main sites and facilities are demined. The Ukrainian Interior Ministry has asked residents who have left the region not to come back until the stabilization measures are complete. Ukrainian intelligence initially reported that not all Russian soldiers who were on the right bank of the Dnipro River during occupation have crossed to the left bank. Officials initially reported that tens of thousands of Russian soldiers were clustered around river crossings. Later, when it became clear that there were no crowds of, crowds of Russians along the river, Ukrainian authorities reported that Russian soldiers wearing civilian clothing were, could be hiding in Kherson and in other areas on the river's right bank. Ukrainian intelligence officials demanded that anyone who joined the Russian army surrender, vowing to destroy anybody who resists. 
By the evening of November 13th, there had been no reports of Russians surrendering en masse or being destroyed. Russian war correspondents, well, put that in air quotes, who were in Kherson until November the 11th have claimed that all Russian units that were stationed on the Dnipro's right bank have actually fled. Meanwhile, there's joy to my heart because videos of civilians who are joyfully greeting Ukrainian soldiers have been wildly broadcast in the Ukrainian media. You can check him out, it's just glorious, because apparently you could be jailed for having a Ukrainian flag while the Russian occupation was there, and it was there for, like I said, a very, very long time. And there's a video with an old lady, for example, digging up her Ukrainian flag from under under bricks in her garden and all that stuff. It's really good good viewing, and you probably should check that one out on, on YouTube. Ukrainian, Ukrainian authorities reported that phone and internet service from Ukrainian operators is in the process of being restored. According to Yaroslav Yanushevich, mobile phone service from the Ukrainian company Kyiv Star is currently accessible at and around the regional administration building. On November the 1st, 10 days before the Russian forces retreated from the right bank of the Dnipro, Russian occupation authorities reported that 100% of the Kherson region was covered by Russian service providers. Now, that's probably not going to be very useful now. Though, in the weeks before Russia retreated, there were numerous reports on social media sites of people losing service. The Ukrainian taxi service, Uklon, has resumed service in Kherson, while Ukraine's National Postal Service announced that it will resume operating on the city in the next week. The energy company DTEC reported on Saturday that Russian troops, quote, destroyed the entire energy system, end quote, in, in the Kherson region before their retreat, and that restoring it could take up to a month. On Sunday, Ukrainian railways announced a charity sale of tickets for the first trains to Kherson, uh, and four still-occupied Ukrainian cities, Mariupol, Donetsk, Luhansk, and Simferopol. According to the company, buying the tickets is a symbol of faith in Ukrainian armed forces, and the tickets to the occupied cities can be used for, quote, immediately after the occupation. The National Railway Company also said that it has begun evac evaluating the damage done to railway infrastructure in the Kherson region and plans to restore train service to Kherson as soon as possible, though it did not provide an estimate for when that might be. And finally, a bit of weird news. Also widely discussed in the wake of Russia's retreat was the theft of animals from the Kherson Zoo. On Friday, the pro-Russian poet Anna Dolgayev wrote on Telegram, quote, The only good news is that my comrade managed to steal a raccoon from the Kherson Zoo. And this is where it gets really dark once again, because, well, this is the eastern border, and, uh, well, we get dark quite often. See, Russian media outlets reported the so-called evacuation of animals from the Kherson Zoo in early November, including seven raccoons, a llama, and llamas are at least always funny, a donkey, a wolf, pheasants, a guinea fowl, and peacocks. Oleg Zubkov, the owner of a safari park in Crimea, was responsible for taking the animals, and, uh... In the video where he takes the raccoon, he literally, well, pulls it off uh, its cage by its tail. Very brutally and violently. And that's not a surprise, because in 2020, Zubkov was fined after a lion he owned bit a woman. And in 2022, he was sentenced to jail after one of his tigers bit a one-year-old. In October, his sentence was, of course, overturned, because he has a lot of money, and it's Russia we're talking about. And he was released from his own, for, for his own recognizance. But uh, that is happy news, as happy as the ending of this could be. Because honestly speaking, there's uh, 
bit of very dark stuff happening right now, and I don't even know how to exactly cover this. But I suppose we'll make it through. I just want to remind you that uh, we do have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash decentborer. We would really appreciate if you would, you know, throw the show a buck. A buck a show, that's all we ask, like, you know, they used to say in Dan Carlin's episodes. Also, well, if you're in for a one-time donation, we're still gathering funds and everything necessary to go back to Ukraine on January. So, hey, if you can help, that'd be great. But, you know, that's absolutely not mandatory. We're just happy that everything's going on. We've also been losing a lot of followers on Twitter since the takeover by Elon Musk. I bet it's been like bots or something. Bit of a weird situation there. So that uh, moves us back from our 25,000 goal. But hey, if you're if you're in Twitter and not following us, hey, give us a try. We're not the worst worst channel to follow. I post there now and then when I'm not extremely busy with real life stuff or not making these episodes. So hey, could be worth it. And also, that's the best place where to message me if you have any other messages, because I read that the most. But uh, now, now, yeah, return to the show and to probably the one of the darkest stuff that I've been reporting over a prolonged period of time. You see, a uh, a former prisoner who fought for our uh, buddies at PMC Wagner and then surrendered to Ukrainian armed forces, he was murdered as a traitor, and the murder was filmed. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. On the evening of November the 12th, the Telegram channel Grey Zone, which is connected with private military company Wagner, posted a video which allegedly shows the murder of former uh, prisoner Yevgeny Nuzhin. Nuzhin was recruited, he was among those who was recruited there in the prisons to fight for Russia and Ukraine. He apparently surrendered and in an interview with Ukrainian journalists said he was prepared to fight for Kiev. Now, whether or not he was prepared to fight for Kiev, that's debatable because of all this stuff, but uh, Yuzhin, sorry, Nuzhin, he was sentenced to prison for uh, 20 years in 1998 and got uh, for a murder with aggravated assault as well. And he got added four years for an attempted escape attempt. Well, that comes from the, from the prisons. But uh, yeah, he apparently either was forced to or just signed a deal with... Um, with Prigozhin and his Wagner company. And that was a bit of a, a bit of a weird situation. And also, you know, I wouldn't really believe what he says in the channels just because the prisoners in the Soviet prison system, they, they, have, um, they have a lot of psychology knowledge by themselves. At any rate, Grey Zone, the channel that I read often, presents the murder as punishing a traitor. On the, mor- on the morning of November 13th, Wagner founder Evgeny Prigozhin called the clip excellent directorial work. 
The press service of Prigozhin's company, Concord, quotes him as saying, quote, in, the, in, the, in this show, it's clear that Nuzhin did not find happiness in Ukraine, but met unkind but fair people. Yeah, you know, they take pride in this stuff. But what would you expect? I mean, by now, really shouldn't be surprised. And that's the thing, that's the video, and uh, I'm going to describe some really, really terrible stuff, and I'm really happy that I don't have to show you the clip, because this is an audio format, but this is going to be brutal, okay? So, just bear with me. In the video, Yevgeny Nuzhin's head is taped to bricks. He says the following words, quote, I am Nuzhin, Yevgeny Anatolievich, born in 1967. I went to the front in order to cross the Ukrainian side and fight against Russia. On October the 4th, I accomplished my plan of crossing over to the Ukrainian side. On November 11, 2022, I was in the street in Kiev when I was hit on the head, as a result of which I lost consciousness. I woke up in this basement where I was told I would be judged. Now, the fact about him being in Kiev, that's debatable, but um, carrying on. The fact is that, after, the fact, after that, a person whose face is not visible beats Nuzhin in the head with a sledgehammer, crushing it and killing him. Again, Wagner Group and sledgehammers. They, they sell merch with this, you know, with a sledgehammer on it. Since they also fought in Syria, and over there, they crushed what they called a Syrian spy with the sledgehammer as well. It's just awful. Really awful. Fragments from Nuzhin's interview with Ukrainian journalist Yuri Botosov are inserted at the beginning of this clip. In them, this former prisoner says, When this whole commotion started, I decided for myself that once I arrived, I'd surrender any way I could and try to get here. And I would like to fight for the Ukrainians, that's why I surrendered. Presumably, Nuzhin was returned to the Russian forces location in the prisoner exchange. After the Ukraine reported the return of 45 prisoners from Russia, Anastasia Kasherovna, pro-war commentator and former advisor to Vyacheslav Volodyan, reported that Wagner Group has its own fund for exchanges and, quote, our own fighters weren't there. Ukrainian, Ukrainian authorities have called on Russians to surrender, guaranteeing their return in accordance with all conventions and promising not to exchange those who don't wish to return. Since the beginning of September, voluntary surrender has been a criminal offense in Russia. Yevgeny Yuzhin's death has not been officially co confirmed. Law enforcement investigations have not commented on the possible murder of a Russian citizen. Nuzhin's interview, whom I totally wouldn't believe because, like I said, there are prisoners there, with Yuri Botosov was published on September the 6th. Online publication Vajny Story, or Important Stories, confirmed that the man in the video was a former prisoner in the penal colony number 3 in the Razan region. Nuzhin said he'd been sentenced to 25 years for murder during a skirmish in 1999 and allegedly got another four years for attempting to escape. According to Nuzhin, the businessman Yevgeny Pegozhin flew to their penal colony over the summer in order to recruit prisoners for the war in Ukraine. Nuzhin claimed in the interview that he'd decided a long time ago to surrender and wanted to fight on the Ukrainian side in the Russian Legion, which probably doesn't exist and that I really don't believe him. He also said that he has relatives in Ukraine. News broke this summer that, yeah, Wagner was recruiting prisoners for, for, for the war in Ukraine, and, well, Wagner was fa Wagner's founder, Prigozhin, was personally visiting, visiting penal colonies. And the uh, important part is that, according, according, well, to everything and what I've seen myself, videos circulated in September where he promised that prisoners would be pardoned, 
but also warned that they'd be executed for deserting. And now we have a video with this execution, which again, horrifyingly involves a sledgehammer. And uh, yeah, it's not a nice thing to watch, which I don't, don't really recommend. This war is complex, and I mean, who's involved in this exchange, and why did this happen, and, and, and maybe Wagner Group exchanged their own. This is going to have to be investigated. I have no answers here. It's a horrific event that happened, and uh, sadly, well, to those Ukrainian officials that facilitated this, this exchange, although this guy was a former prisoner and all that, whatnot, yeah, it's a bit scary, because, well, seeing people being bashed their heads in with sledgehammers... Not a nice view. Yeah, well, I hope we have better news in the future once again. At any rate, this will be it for today. And uh, again, please, please just watch the videos of Herson. They're really heartwarming. After all these dark news, they truly somewhat restore my faith in humanity. Although many other dark, dark things tend to destroy it. And uh, as usual, remember. Happiness is mandatory. Das vidanie, tavarish. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.